0: Marsh, and this is Astral Soul Lightning, a podcast about making meaning through mythology, synchronicity, and the cosmos, understanding the world and what it means to be human through a wider lens. A quote from Carl Jung. The psychology of the unconscious is particularly concerned with archetypal symbolism. That's from Jung on Astrology. Welcome to Christmas time in retrograde. What a fabulous moment for everyone to slow down and absorb the season, whether you celebrate Christmas or another holiday. A moment to take what you've envisioned for yourself in the new year and drill down on specifics. At our house, we're celebrating our biggest year in feral cat roundups. Between my husband's excellent catching skills and my cat-whispering talents with a side of nursing feral kittens over the disease phase, we've spayed or neutered, oh, well, I stopped counting around 13. We brought in the last litter recently, and they're getting used to us humans. Nothing is more festive than kittens at Christmas. It takes a moment for our regular kitten family to adjust to the new visitors. I play with them at night when my husband is asleep. It's so fun. Carl Jung was a brilliant psychoanalyst who was the first in his field to expand his psychological assessments to include archetypal and symbolic parts of astrology. This adventure of Jung's caused the split between he and Freud. Freud, writing to one of his close associates who had joined Jung's adve- endeavors, said, it is, da- it is a dangerous expedition, and I uh, cannot accompany you. Young was unfazed from Jung on astrology, quote, One may expect with a fair degree of probability that a given well-defined psychological situation will be accompanied by an analogous astrological configuration. Astrology, like the collective unconscious with which psychology is concerned, consists of symbolic figurations. The planets are the gods, symbols of the powers of the unconscious." There is nothing in Jung's work and inclusion of astrological symbols or his writings on synchronicity that equates to how I expand the importance of symbols and archetypes to astrological timing and synchronicity. The biggest news as the, as the year ends is the Dow soaring over 37,000 for the first time in American history. This brings me to the synchronicity associated with the Dow's explosion coming after a period of inflation, high gas prices, and the shifting economic terrain. The sign of Taurus is ruled by the mythological tenets of Venus, as is the sign of Libra. But Taurus is also ruled by the second house in astrology, which astrologers say is the house of money and resources. Also in this mix is Uranus. From May 2018 until April 2026, the Great Awakener, Uranus, is transiting Taurus. From an astrologer at Bustle. Uranus's last stint in Taurus aligned with the height of the Great Depression, specifically the sweeping financial reforms that took place as a result of the economic crises and commercial banking collapses, Personal and societal relationships to money shifted in an extreme and sudden way, especially as contrasted by the indulgent freedoms of the Roaring Twenties. Because Taurus is associated with money, value, and matters of financial security when Uranus is stationed in this sign, it has the potential to shift the way we think about, relate to, and exchange money. Are you thinking about cryptocurrencies, Rocky Fall? It's an example of synchronicity. And remember, Uranus isn't done. But even with Uranus in relationship with Taurus, the financial roller coaster we've experienced in the last couple of years ended. A few months after, Taurus and Scorpio moved from the 18-month sojourn with the north and south nodes of the moon, respectively, which started in December 2021 and lasted through July 2023. How we react to these transits is the point. You can't argue with the way people feel about the economy, or anything else, but we can't ignore the negativity spewed across cable news, especially Fox News Channel, YouTube, and TikTok. Constant negativity about politics and life and money also makes people tune out. Some news breaks through due to the horrendous nature of it. The most alarming story of the year came out of Texas. Quote, Cox, who is from the Dallas area, was believed to be the first woman in the U.S. to ask a court for permission for an abortion since Roe v. Wade was overturned last year. Her lawsuit quickly became a high-profile test of bans in Texas and a dozen other GOP-controlled states where abortion is, ni- is prohibited at nearly all stages of pregnancy. I got to tell you, I never dreamed a right women had bodily autonomy, would be rescinded by the Supreme Court, and replaced by forced birth. A six-week abortion ban has another name, Heartbeat Bill. Truth is that a heartbeat can't be detected at six weeks, when many women don't even know they're pregnant. The so-called heartbeat bills rolling through red states is a marketing term. There has never been a greater threat to women and girls than state power used by MAGA Republicans to control our reproductive choices and alternatives. There's no Republican running for office who stands with women they've all been sucked into the Trump cult of white nationalism with the goal of making america through their own image which includes theocratic objectives trump one of trump's latest pronouncements set out set out loud the quiet part quote i will implement strong ideological screening of all immigrants trump said if you don't like our religion which a lot of them don't, if you sympathize sympathize with the jihadists, then we don't want you in our country, and you are not getting in, right? End quote. That's from the Washington Post. Ideological screening? It's anti-American. Trump also conflates jihadists with immigrants, which is about as racist as it comes. But woven into his statement is a common thread of today's Republican Party. If you don't like our religion, we don't want you in our country and you're not getting in. This is a nod to his white nationalist base and fallen evangelicals who fantasize about the Bible being used to govern our country. Negative news Crosses social media and includes Ukraine running out of ammunition and needed funding, but the Israel-Hamas war dominates. President Biden told Prime Minister Netanyahu that he can't stop a two-state solution. Netanyahu has never wanted a two states. Biden also called Netanyahu out on his hard-right government, which is driving Israel into an untenable position. The Israelis are losing the public relations war. The latest in the Israel-Hamas war is disturbing. The New York Times has more reporting on Netanyahu's part in the power Hamas accumulated from an article titled, Buying Quiet Inside the Israeli Plan That Propped Up Hamas. Quote, for years, the Qatari government had been sending millions of dollars a month into the Gaza Strip, money that helped prop up the Hamas government there. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu of Israel not only tolerated those payments, he had encouraged them. Another example of the path of least resistance failing is the Middle East policy on Israel. We're between worlds right now, closing out one era and on the cusp of social and humanitarian change. But it won't happen quickly or easily. At the end of a tumultuous year when the new year seems to hold more questions for humanity than answers, A challenge to reject status quo and embrace new ideas, new ways, and create a new, more equal and just world rises. Creativity requires an open mind. Strategic risk is required but won't succeed without a valiant support group. A grateful heart is part of the alchemy in becoming a human magnet for the law of attraction. But how do we cultivate a swarm of people to manifest a new way of thinking? Bringing people along with a vision that inspires having people excited to participate. Purpose must reside at the heart of any dream. The one element most important in aligning with the law of attraction is emotion, not surface feelings, but the deep emotion at the heart of your desires. Enter person of the year, Taylor Swift. Swift is a Sagittarius ruled by expansive, optimistic Jupiter, the most optimistic zodiac sign, in my opinion. Sag is big-hearted, open, generous, and truthful, There's much more to defining a person than her or his sun sign, but the sun is where we all begin. It's our home base. Everything flows from the sun. Sagittarius is a fire sign with the ninth house as its ruler, which revolves around higher self, long-distance travel, philosophy, and so much more. Sagittarius are born leaders who know how to keep secrets so they are trustworthy. It's taken Taylor Swift many years to accumulate her power, but it began with authenticity. Looking through social media, Katie Couric's thread post on Swift's birthday caught my attention, so I rifled through the comments. Here are a select few. I love how she takes the hate thrown at her and weaves it into gold. Taylor is amazing, and she is a great role model for kids. She always keeps my daughter in a positive attitude. A woman who's 72 said, Most importantly, she is a decent human being guided by the love in her heart. She made it okay for girls to be uncool and be excited about things and openly admit cat love. (laughs) I love that one the amazing way she cares about her swifties she handles things that most people would lose their mind over i'm thankful my daughter and heck me too has such a positive role model of female power and expression and we are nfl fans so it's just delirious about we're just delirious about her current choice of men exclamation point Well, at our house, we're NFL fans, too, so we couldn't agree more. The positive comments across social media on Swift's birthday were endless. From Time Magazine's article on Person of the Year 2023, the director of Barbie, Greta Gerwig, weighed in. Swift is many things on stage, vulnerable and triumphant, playful and sad, but the intimacy of her songcraft is front and center. Her work as a songwriter is what speaks most clearly to me, says filmmaker Greta Gerwig, whose feminist Barbie was its own testament to the idea that women can be anything to write music that is from the deepest part of herself and have it directly speak into the souls of other people, end quote. Later in the Time article, another amazing creator, creator chimed in. The multi-hyphenate television creator Shonda Rhimes, no stranger to a plot twist, tw- plot twist who, is sh- who has known Swift since she was a teenager, puts it simply, quote, She controls narrative, not only in her work, but in her life, she says. It used to feel like people were taking shots at her. Now it feels like she's providing the narrative so there aren't any shots to be taken. Taylor Swift haters provided the setup for her to become emboldened through a hero's journey. Rising only to fall, then rise again, now even higher to the most elite club of all. The Billionaire's World. I became entranced with Swift early on because of her relationship with her fans, the cultivation, care, and commitment she showed to the people who make her work, all she does, possible. The grateful heart of Taylor Swift is full of love for all her fans, for anyone who passes through her musical library, her videos, or her billion-dollar Eras Tour, whether in person or on demand. It's the reaction of watching Taylor Swift bring joy to people that makes it possible to believe in the impossible dream, a vision born out of a desperate heart to make a difference, to reach someone who needs to hear the words you've written or sung. Success is Taylor Swift's reward. We get to watch it all unfold. This summer, during retrograde season, naturally, when Cruel Summer popped back up as the top song on Sirius XM's Hits 1 for several weeks, it all came rushing back to me. It was 2019, and Lover had just dropped. Rolling Stone reacted with this headline, Taylor Swift reaches for new heights of personal and musical liberation on Lover. Her epic seventh album is all about big moods, dreamy 80s throwbacks, and evolutionary freedom. End quote. The song Cruel Summer hit me hard personally. It's what, it's what her songs do, regardless of the listener's age. Taylor's backstory on this song isn't mine, of course. But 2019 was a cruel summer for me. My husband on one coast, me on the other. It was rough. Then there's the other part of her songwriting, past longing into the unknowable parts of life and what comes next. The foundation of her her success is powerful emotions. Swift taps her heart center, creating a super magnet that allows her to lasso the law of attraction. It's up to her how long she wants to write it. The fun of watching Ms. Swift tease what's coming next, leaving breadcrumbs for her fans. Quote, Across social media, Swifties are piecing together details from the Grammy Award-winning Songwriters' latest outfits, many of which feature a celestial motif to help them speculate that Sagittarius might be the name of her next album. Swift, who is a Sagittarius herself with her 34th birthday on December 13th, hasn't announced a new album since Midnight's in October 2022. Midnight's is one of my faves. Taylor Swift isn't simply a role model. She supplies the template for anyone who wants to know how to be a successful and profitable artist and enjoy yourself while creating. A warning woven into her story of the commitment it takes, the loyalty demanded to the art, and the grit an artist needs to withstand the onslaught of jealousy and cruelty sure to follow success and the business world which takes no prisoners. Whatever you do as an artist, Taylor Swift is your template. An incomparable artistic entrepreneur that's fueled by her unending appetite to share her life, her music, and her humanity. We live in in a moment of shift. Our world is changing. The plot in our lives has shifted dramatically and we're not sure what's next, what's possible. For now, as laid-back Mercury pauses for humanity to take a breath, we can dream. Merry Christmas. I'm Taylor Marsh, and you've been listening to Astral Soul Lightning. You can find out more about me at www.taylormarsh.com. Thanks so much for listening. Until next year.